This week's Parsha is one of the biggest anticlimactic moments and seemingly in the entire Torah. Anticlimactic because last week we just read about the giving of the Torah, which came on the heels of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, leaving Egypt, all the miracles that happened in Egypt, the plagues, the splitting of the sea, then the receiving of the Torah. Sefer Shmos, the book of Shmos until now has been really full with very interesting things. Then all of a sudden, as soon as the Torah is given... Here are the laws, here are the statutes that you should put before them. It's like a buzzkill, like this whole cataclysmic revelation of God at Sinai. And then what's the next parsha? Seemingly the most mundane laws. As we know, mishpatim are laws that could be understood with the mind. There seem to be basic civil laws that just don't seem so inspiring. Why is this seemingly dry parsha the follow-up to the giving of the Torah? But the truth is, before we understand what the connection is, this question, and more globally, could be asked about all of Judaism. Seemingly, what's Yiddishkeit? Connecting to Hashem. So what's with all the details, the minute details? Of God cares if you wear tzitzes, God cares how long your skirt is, God cares you know, uh, if you make a bracha before you eat, if you have kavana, like all these details of our religion. And of course, if you learn Gemara, you learn Shulchan Aruch, the minutiae, the, the f- myriads of details, details, details. And so too, when you want to do a mitzvah, there are details about how the mitzvah has to be done, how big it has to be, how small it has to be, what time, all the details. I'm, I'm sure you've seen the famous, uh, the, when they have these things that they make fun of Jews had a Christmas tree. I'm sure you've seen those memes or those uh, things. If Jews had a Christmas tree, the question how big it has to be, how many lights has to be on it, all these details. What's the, what's, what's mishpat and why are these details the follow-up to the cataclysmic event of Matan Torah? The answer is, Hasidah says, will be understood by taking a look again right before the giving of the Torah in last week's Parsha. What name of God is used right before he says the Ten Commandments? If you take a look, chapter 20, Perak Chof, Parshas Yisro, right before the giving of the Ten Commandments, it says, Vayadaber Elohim. As kol hadvarm ha'ela, Elikim, God is called with the name Elikim. Spoke about all these things, said all these things. The giving of the Torah. What's the connection of Matan Torah to Shem Elokim? Seemingly, the name Elokim is a name of concealment and restriction and contraction. What does it have to do with Torah? And the answer is. Like we learned that the name Elikim, the Shem Elikim, is the only one of the names of God that can be written in the possessive. Elokeinu, our God. Elokai, my God. Shem Elikim is like the parent who could be a huge, big genius, has to sit with a one-year-old baby and contract his mind and try to talk to and relate to the baby on the baby's own level, but that's what a parent really is. Hashem is the same way. The truth of Matan Torah is that God wants to come down and contract His infinite essence and unite with us. And that's what He does through the details of the Torah. In other words, the whole purpose of Matan Torah is that Hashem wanted to bring His infinite essence into our lives, and that's by contracting Himself in the details of the Torah, what seem to be like so many myriads of details that seem to be irrelevant, the laws of Korbanus. So many parts of Torah and Gemara, people that, that are thinking, people ask, why do I need to know this? Who cares about all these details? But the answer is because that's exactly how God is entering us. The way that God enters us is through Torah. That's the deeper meaning of what Torah really is. When God gave the Torah, He didn't want just want to come down into the world in a general way. He wanted to enter each and every one of us. And that's done by learning the details of Torah. 
As the Alter explains in the fourth chapter of Tanya, that Torah and all its details are the way that God contracts and conceals His whole infinite essence in every word of Torah, in the details of a mitzvah. And because God is infinite and we're finite, so He contracted Himself into these details, so that's how He could enter the details of the world. The purpose is to bring God down's infinity, His essence, into the whole, every detail of the world. And that's why Torah has so many details, because by us, as the Altarabbi gives the mushal, eating, like when you eat, Whatever you eat the f- becomes your flesh and blood. When Whatever food you eat, it becomes flesh and blood. When you learn Torah, that's like eating God. That's bringing God into your being. And based on this, we could also understand why Mishpatim comes between Matan Torah and next week's parsha's Truma, the building of the Mishkan. In other words, Matan Torah is when God's infinite light came down to the world. But he wants it to come down in an inner way, in a specific way, into every detail. So then we learn Torah, we learn the details, what seemingly are the dry laws, which are the garments, these details, these seemingly dry, irrelevant laws are the garments in which God placed, contracted his infinity. We ingest them, we take them into our mind, and God becomes part of who we are. And then we bring God into the physical world by building a mishkan. That's Torah and mitzvahs. Torah, learning Torah is bringing God into your mind and heart. That God descends into you and mamish enters you by learning Torah. There's no unification with God that we have that like learning Torah. That's Torah. Mitzvahs is then bringing God into physical objects. And that's why every mitzvah has a shear, has a detail. How big does the sukkah have to be? How, how high? And all, all the details of all the mitzvahs. Because God's in Infinity wants to be revealed in the details of reality. That simtsum that Hashem does through Torah is what allows Him to relate to us on our terms. So when we're learning the details of Torah, we're actually taking in God Himself, we're uniting with God Himself who has invested Himself, clothed Himself in all these details that we are becoming one with Mamish.